Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello and welcome back to Small Business School. I'm so excited today to be diving in to SEO with Jade. Jade, thank you so much for joining us. And I am like, I've got my notebook ready for this episode. All of the tidbits, I cannot wait to learn about like really that that thing that all of us know we are supposed to do and none of us do. So thank you. Welcome to the show. Could you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to helping people with this magical three letter word? Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Jade Pruitt. I'm the founder of Hello SEO. We're a boutique SEO agency based out of South Carolina. And who we help are predominantly women-owned businesses. You're you're doing great. You've already started making, you know, six figures, like you've made it past those first few milestones. Your social media might be doing really well. You've kind of figured out your marketing, but SEO is just sitting there empty. It's it's leaving a lot on the table. And it's kind of that final frontier to really get you going. Um, a bit about my background. I've been doing SEO for eight years. I almost said six. Oh my gosh, the years are flying by at this point. Um, I have a degree in literature like all good marketers, of course. Um, and I, I started my career in news broadcasting. I really just wanted to be a content writer. Um, I even ghost wrote children's books for a little bit. And then as I was kind of entering the world of content, of course, SEO becomes a big part of that really quickly, especially if you are going to be creating really quality content for the internet. And so I kind of got hooked up with a few SEO agencies. I was doing freelance and I was just fascinated by what they were doing. I knew literally nothing about marketing or SEO. I had this weird Elle Woods moment of just waking up and being like, I'm going to be an SEO. I'm going to put all of my eggs in this basket and really learn this skill. And especially eight years ago, there, I, I couldn't find a single woman who was doing SEO. And also the information that was out there was so high level. It was like, you already needed to know so much if you were going to tune into a podcast or read a blog on SEO. And I literally was thinking, I need someone to show me how, like where on a website do you put it? Like <laughs> I need kind of that very basic knowledge. And I have kept that in the back of my head, especially as I have grown I can totally see when people's eyes start to like glaze over and they're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what she's saying anymore. Um, to try and make SEO as kind of approachable and as little scary as possible. Mm, I love that. As soon as you said we're on a we're on a website, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, what am I missing? <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. I feel like SEO 
from what I understand is something obviously that every single person needs to take advantage of, whether it's on social, on a website, it doesn't matter. That is something that we should be mindful of and doing. But I, instead of just being like, everybody needs this because I think we lose people when we say that and like, yeah, probably everybody needs that, but there's also a thousand other things that everybody needs. Right. So who is like, you're like, you cannot live without this. Is there a certain type of business, a certain industry that you're like, this is ruining your lives if you're not doing it? Mm, Okay. So literally SEO could be running your entire business is really big with service-based providers, especially on a local level. If you're a plumber, if you are a cosmetic surgeon, um, oh my gosh, there's another big one, locksmiths. Like if you're stuck on the side of the road and you can't get into your car, you are not getting on social media or calling your friends and being like, Hey, do you know any good locksmiths? Like, you know, who has the best rating on Yelp or whatever? It's literally, I need a locksmith. I'm going to Google locksmith near me and hit the button. And whoever's coming up first, like they're going to get the business. Um, but SEO can really benefit any company national or local Uh, 68% of all internet interactions begin with search. The majority of those are happening within Google. So if you're not showing up, especially not showing up high on the first page of Google searches for whatever your target word is, whether that's executive coach um, or plumber near me, uh, you will not be getting that business. And so that's leaving 68% of the people who are looking for you just you're leaving it on the table. You're giving that business to someone else if you're not really trying to rank as high as possible. That is not what I was expecting. Also, really? my mind is blown. Yeah, well, I mean, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, of course, anybody who's Googling it. So I probably would never, I don't know that I would ever Google like life coach and be very terrified to mm-hmm. see what would come up, right? But it's like a psychologist, a dentist, like any, like you're saying service provider, when you're wanting somebody local, absolutely. I'm Googling it. I thought you were going to tell me retail because everybody's buying online and I'm like, okay, like, I think this is something people need to invest in because when you're looking for a gift, like you need to be coming up. And then also like, there's this whole thing I learned last week when like people target people who've been to your website. So they like, you know, your competitors are trying to steal your traffic. So now you really want to show up high on the list. Otherwise your competitor, you search your name and your competitors ahead of you. Definitely. It's a whole nother rant, but like, yeah. So the service providers, so where do people, can you like break it down for us? And like, you said, you're great with simple terms. So like, you know, talk to my like accountant brain. Who's like, I don't get this whole internet thing and break down SEO and like how we would get started on understanding the concept. Oh boy. That's a big Sorry. question. Okay. <laughs> I'll just so I'm taking it there all. are three pillars of SEO. There is content, there's technical SEO, and then there's backlinks. Um, the one that really gets thrown out a lot is backlinking. Let me see where I want to get started with this. This is such a huge question. So, okay. Tech SEO is essentially making sure your website is capable of showing up in Google searches. Google uses these little crawlers, these little robots to look at different pages of websites and then rank what they think is appropriate and kind of the best uh, answer to whatever question is being Googled. And if those robots can't get to your website and really understand what your website is all about, you're kind of dead on arrival. Like you're not even going to show up in Google. So that's typically step one. 
Step two is making sure that your on-page SEO is good. So that's your keywords. That can also be the blogs you're creating. Are you answering the questions that your target audience is asking you? Um, so like you said, you probably wouldn't Google life coach, but you might be Googling these other questions about your life that will lead you to a life coach. So sometimes it isn't so incredibly straightforward. I actually worked with this therapist who specialized in helping people who had kind of dealt with narcissistic parents growing up or childhood trauma. And it was totally her idea. I don't know if I would directly suggest this, but it ended up being incredible. She wrote a blog called, Is My Mom Crazy? <laughs> and the search volume on that was like through the roof, but no one was going for it. And it was bringing in her perfect target audience because you know, you might not be sitting there going, my mother is a narcissist and I need to do something about this before the holidays, but you might be Googling, is my mom crazy or is it me? Like who, who's yeah. at fault here? And then finally we have backlinks. Google wants to be ranking websites that are authoritative and trustworthy as high as possible. And how it does that is it sees what other websites like your website and they do that through backlinking. So if you have a bunch of links from the New York Times leading back to your website or IMDB or these really big websites that are considered to be authoritative and trustworthy within Google's eyes, then your website will rank higher. So the more you can do guest blogs or even podcasts uh, to get other websites to point back to yours, the better for your SEO. That makes so much sense. So now I'm like, okay, really there's three pillars. So I have to get somebody to help me make sure that the robots can get to me. Yes. And then it's like, okay, how am I putting out my own content that is good, recognizable, hits those words. And then the third piece is like, how do I get other people to add authority to me? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I got this. I got this. So is there something specific on like the robot piece? Is there something specific that you're like, people are getting hung up on like this first part? Cause I think I can understand like the content, um, I'd love for you to give us some tips there, but it's like, what is the very first block that most everybody is like coming across that you're like, you'd bring awareness to. So I will be real. The tech piece is always the scariest one. Like we kind of understand oh, yeah. what a blog is and we, everyone kind of gets what a keyword is. We kind of know how to put keywords in the right spots. So that's something we can see. And then of course, backlinking is, you know, guest posts, things like that. Like that's kind of the social making friends part of SEO. But then the technical side uh, starts with connecting Google search console to your website, which is typically like enough to terrify the average business owner or blogger. Uh, but Google search console will literally tell you if your website is showing up in Google, how it's showing up, what are the errors, what are the load issues, all that kind of stuff for you. It'll also tell you what Google searches you're showing up in versus which ones are you getting clicks for. It's a really great free, easy tool from Google. So you're literally getting it from kind of the, the authority itself uh, on what's going on with your SEO. But I will say, especially if you're looking to DIY your SEO, making an SEO friend, and it can totally be me to just check really quick to make sure that all of your efforts with content and backlinks are not going to be for nothing is, is a good use of, you know, a couple hundred bucks <laughs> to get you started. Yeah. Is this where we get like the indexing issues? Exactly. Does that make yeah. sense? 
Oh, I get those emails. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a okay. good point too. If you're getting mm-hmm. emails from Google search console and people forward them to me all the time and they're like, this is spam. Right. And I'm like, no, it's not spam. <laughs> Something's going on with your website. And typically it's a quick fix for someone who's been doing it for a long time. But it is one of those things like the first time I tried to set up Google search console, I think it took me like three hours. So it's that, that is an incredible thing to outsource. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's like one of those things. It's like almost the lifeblood of your business. If you are relying on your website and you're serious about your website, um, that you like, I'm just understanding the importance. I'm just like, Oh yeah, we really need to do this. Um, so on the tech side of things, that almost sounds to me like if you're going to DIY something, that's not it. Like pay somebody to get things set up and then focus on the content. Do you also do like once a year checkups? Is this like going to the doctor where like you should go every six months just to make sure everything's good? So I'll tell you how I do it for my clients. I offer just monthly SEO and that that covers everything. So we're like making content for you, like monitoring all of your metrics, getting backlinks, making sure that your website is healthy, all that good stuff. If you're looking to DIY, I have a power hour option. It's $199. You can just book it on my website and you can do them as frequently or infrequently as you want. I have some people who do one like quarterly and I'll like check your health of your website and then we can spend the rest of the time finding good backlinks, you know, bouncing ideas off each other, putting keywords in the right spots, things like that. Um, with other SEOs, I have no idea how they're doing it and I should, I should go creep on them. But typically, I guess like if you're, if you're keeping an eye on it, you will probably notice if suddenly you have no organic traffic or your organic traffic has, has bumped down. Another- I'm going to be honest though. Like I think most small business owners, don't understand this. So they don't do it. And I'm going to say like, I'm guilty for this because I have love powered. Um, I think we have a huge mission. We're focused on like, you know, product development. I know we um, had an issue on Shopify where we're like using an old, um, I can't remember what it's called, but like basically an old template. So like, you know, we're not ranking as high. So we're like, okay, we update that. But it's like, I don't think we even know what it is. So we don't put it in our time or our schedule. And I think we lack, like, I don't know anybody who's like, you know what? I created this like, you know, business scrunchy business. It's like Shopify tells you, you can create this like, you know, website in this online platform, but nobody's like, Hey, where am I showing up in searches? Like, and I think that's the key. Like I come back and everything I talk about as a CFO to like metrics, but -hmm. it's like, wouldn't it be so useful to like, use the power of Google search console to tell you all of that. Like, this is where you're showing up. Here's what's hitting, understanding like kind of what's not. And to me, this is like, I'm just having this moment where I'm like, this is so underinvested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that a lot. And I especially see it in woman-owned businesses And I'm guilty of this too, because my immediate thought, even as an SEO is like, oh, let me dump all of my resources into social and like, let me create like cool graphics and do all this stuff when like just having a healthy website on the back end, you can just have people coming to you in your sleep and like filling out your forms and looking at all of your stuff. Like it's a really easy way to get people onto your website if it's prioritized. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I just, I am thinking about it. Like we, I say this all the time, like we focus on really the wrong thing. And it's like, if you have a budget and you're coming at things like, okay, this is how much I have to spend. I feel like we have to like start making smarter decisions about where we're putting it all. Like is, you know, could we go down to three days a week on social media so that we can afford a quarterly SEO checkup? Yeah. Does that make sense? Instead of it being like, I'm going all in on Instagram. Like I actually own none of these people and you know, Instagram's probably going to change their algorithm next week anyways. And like all these things. And it's like, how can we make smarter decisions? But I think it, it's, it's really a lack of information because even until now, like, I mean, I've been in business for a lot of years and I'm just having these moments where I'm like, wow, I had knew none of this about SEO. And I think I could have went further faster and done more like love powered where we're focused on families and giving back. And now I'm like, I feel like not having done that, I'm almost like doing people a disservice. I'm not reaching as many people. I'm not changing as many lives because I'm not getting in front of them because I have not prioritized SEO. Oof. Oh my gosh. I, I was going to, to add in also, it's really great for market research to see what people are looking for out there. Like if you're a scrunchie business, you can find out, are people looking for tie-dye scrunchies or are they looking for cheetah print scrunchies or something like that Yeah, and yeah. kind of make business decisions based on all of this user behavior that is available to you. Even what you just said is so life altering for me because I feel like we're told all the time to do market research and nobody knows where to look. Everyone's oh, yeah. like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like ask for 40 interviews and like, what kind of responses am I going to get? How much time do I have to put in that? But now you're just telling me like, oh, you just look here. It's like super easy. This is what people are Googling. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's another thing that might be fun to play around with just within your niche uh, is Google Trends. It's totally free. I was playing around on it this morning because the pumpkin spice latte comes out on Friday. And obviously mm. it comes out like way earlier every single year. And it's like, it's August. the middle of summer. Why is this <laughs> coming out? I'm incredibly excited, but still. It's because Costco's probably selling Christmas decorations now. That's Absolutely. Why. Yeah. There's yeah. jack-o'-lanterns at Walgreens. I saw them yesterday. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was looking at Google Trends to see, okay, when are people starting to Google when is the pumpkin spice latte coming out? Like when does the demand really start? And it's August 1st, like people like August comes around and they're like, all right, time for PSLs, which is so funny to me. We're about to, to put that on my social today. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to your page. Oh, amazing. Amazing. I'm just like, I actually say this, I've said this a few times, but like every time I do an episode, I always have a notebook because I'm always jotting things down. Like I absolutely adore all of the guests that I've had. And I have so many notes of things that you've said that I'm like, now yeah. need to make time. Um, Fridays are my CEO days. So I'll be reaching out Friday for all of the help. Um, thank you so much for like, just really blowing our mind, my mind at least open. Um, if, can you give us just a couple tips on like SEO? So like, let's say we get the tech side of things set up and we get the help on that. What are a couple tips on like the content side of things that you're like, these are super actionable if you're going to do this yourself? Okay. So if you have the help of someone who can do keyword research with you, I, I recommend that because then you can have very intentional content around 
your niche and like what people are actually looking for. But if you're just trying to get started, getting started is the best thing you can do, obviously. Like it's better than like sitting there and being a perfectionist and having like a thousand half-written blogs in your Google Docs. Um, but just answer the questions that people ask you all the time. Like what's, what are like the, the 10 things that people never, like the, the 10 questions you're answering every single week and just create blogs around those. There's an incredible book called They Ask, You Answer that is about this guy who owned a pool company and just set out to answer every question about above ground pools that he gets on like a monthly basis. And I think he ended up writing like 600 blog posts because it was like every time he got a new question, he would just answer it. And he ended up killing it in Google. But also he found just from tracking that people would read about 60 blogs and then reach out and just be ready to buy. Like he didn't have to sell them at all anymore. But also just like the amount of information people want about a company before they commit and like how much they want to get to know you. I think that that's only going to be moving upwards as we continue on um, with the world of digital marketing. So just having tons of content that helps people get to know you, your authority, your expertise, helps them build trust with you. It'll help you show up in Google searches and it'll just help you overall. So cool. Okay. So as keyword research and do you use like use Google to find that? Or also like, I think somebody had told me once upon a time now I'm thinking about it. Like, is there a site ask anything? There you, like, is put in a word and it tells you all the questions. Yes. There's answer the public and oh, there's also yes. ask, no answer Socrates. <laughs> they both do the same thing. So I'm trying to think of a good example. I, I did a session with a woman who does lymphatic drainage massage. And so we put that very like niche thing into answer Socrates. And she got all of these questions that she could be answering for her clients. And one, like a few of them were like things she had never thought of before. And they ended up being like the best performing ones on her website after a few months. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, you can, you can get data that way. There's much more advanced tools that are going to cost a bit more money to get into. Ahrefs is my my favorite, but there's also Simrush and things like that. Uber Suggest, but yeah, just start with you know what you know, like what are people literally asking you? What are your ideal clients asking? And then yeah, free things like answer the public and answer Socrates. So cool. So like get off a client call, think back to all of the things that you know you were talking about or when they were in your store, what they asked you, and then just put that on, put that on the website. Exactly. Cool. Amazing. Jade, I appreciate you so much. Uh, I, my mind is blown every time that I learn something new and I just appreciate how simply you explain like those three pillars and also like how you blew my mind open to, you know, here I'm thinking like, Oh, anybody who's super web-based, obviously you know, if you're online and that's how you show up is mostly online. I thought that was the most important, but now I'm seeing like, in terms of, you know, like I was a local accountant and I had told you, I grew my entire seven figure practice through word of mouth and referrals, but mm. that's not good enough because if people are Googling me, I want to show up when they Google me, right? Like somebody says, totally. Oh, go call Stacy. It's like you best off be showing up when they, when they put that in. So 
thank you so much for like honestly enlightening me. I'm super excited to like share this episode and pass it along with as many people as I can. Um, if there was one last piece of advice that you could give that you're like, you know, I wish I could let everybody know this and kind of scream it from the rooftops, what would you be telling people? <laughs> I'm trying not to fall down a rabbit hole. I love stumping with people with this. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at your HTML structure, but no one's going to. No one's going to take that advice. I think, I think really the best advice is keep backlinks in mind as you're just going about your life. If you're doing in-person events, like 1 million cups, or, you know, you're a part of a, like a group, like the Entrepreneurista League or something like that, like make sure you're getting backlinks from those opportunities and they build up over time. So I was thinking about it this morning, like you always hear like, what, where would you be? Where, where will you be in six months if you just start now? Or where would you be now if you started six months ago? Uh, there's no time like the present to start just really prioritizing backlinks. It might be a year before you really start to see a return on it, but you'll be so thankful that you just started thinking about it. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you on social media and where can they follow along? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Jade from Hello SEO. And my website is helloseo.com. Um, we're really prioritizing explaining SEO through Taylor Swift right now. If that's something you're into, <laughs> we're having a great time. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Well, thank you again. And I can't wait for everyone to listen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.